This is a Glass Box Media Podcast. Keegan. I'm Christina. Look, <laughs> I know that I told you to write in if you were a naked pooper <laughs> or I, if you knew someone who was. Yay. I am so fucking excited right now. I I almost didn't pull this up to read because mm-hmm. I was like, I feel like our listeners need a break. <laughs> I listeners. think we went in pretty hard <laughs> on the last episode. Yeah, that was a lot. Um, and I just I have to believe that there are listeners out there who are not into it. Yeah. Who are just like, I, if I hear one more poop <laughs> story, <laughs> I am turning this off and never turning it back on again. And to you, I say, skip ahead to the fuck, Mary kill. Just go ahead and skip this whole front part. Cause we did have somebody write in. I, this is like, uh, okay. to me, a, must share. Mm-hmm. a mystery. This mm-hmm. is like the, the Voinovich manuscript. This is Roanoke. <laughs> Roanoke level. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is what happened to Amelia Earhart. Yeah. Why do some people poop naked? I'm yeah. so ready for this. Yeah. Okay. okay. So I'm going to leave this person anonymous because you deserve that. Yeah. Um, thank you for being so brave as to write in and tell your mm-hmm. truth. <laughs> So it says, so I just got done listening to the latest episode and I heard that you wanted to know why people like to poop naked. (laughs) And I knew I had to write in. You had to. I'm so glad. Not me, but my boyfriend is a naked pooper. And it has baffled me since we started living together. He's... He says it's just comfortable for him and he never, this is what gets me. Okay. Okay. We're going to discuss. He never knows what kind of poop he's going to have and how much effort it's going to take. So he doesn't want to get all sweaty in his clothes. Okay. And if he needs to, he can just jump into the shower afterwards. LOL. I hope this gives you more insight. That's fine. I would would be too cold doing that. She (laughs) says. This is a valid concern. I, I can feel see the sweat thing. Like if you're just like, this is going to be here. Here's what I don't understand. Uh-huh. I need, cause this is a question. M- men take forever in the bathroom. And I understand they, that half of the time it's just really scrolling do. on the toilet or whatever. But I'm like, go when you actually have to go. It's so weird to me. Why don't you just wait until you have to poop? It takes right. so long. What yeah. the fuck is wrong with you? And the, and you guess what? You probably won't sweat cause you didn't. It'll happen naturally. Like, why are you straining? Why are you forcing it? That's how much effort it's going to take. Like, that's kind of the thing is because, look, I'm not shaming anybody. I know bodies are weird. I know that everybody's body is different. If I'm getting super sweaty, I probably have food poisoning. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm I'm like, I'm not saying it's never happened. No, no, no. I'm just like, if it's happening, I'm unwell. Like, it's not like I'm like that's a regular occurrence yeah you know and if that's the case like if you feel sure. like if you feel like listen and sometimes poops take extra effort i'm, I'm sure? not you know not to poop shame anybody absolutely right. but not. i do wonder sometimes i wonder i, I ask but every my time you have to get I'm naked like, no okay right every well, time yeah no i think that no i'm just saying like yeah like plan your poop i think yeah. that's the problem they're like planning it too far in advance they're like i, I poop at this time 
<laughs> so the, they're the all hell or high water. I'll be in there. That's you're like three hours later. I'm like, I have to poop naturally. My body actually has to let it come out now. Yes, <laughs> you could wrap it up. I will also tell you this, and this might be too much information, but like my compared to what we've just I said, I know, <laughs> I know. But my new building at work, the new building that they built. There are the regular bathrooms, oh. which is what I use most of the time. Sure. But then there's the poop bathroom. There's like the individuals. That's right. And Ooh. I'm like, wow. The family poop bathroom. The height of luxury. Luxury yeah. is in my DNA. Yes. Oh, <laughs> yes. As Kevin Costner's ex-wife would say. And mm-hmm. is now my answer to everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Luxury is yeah. in my luxury DNA. Is in my when, DNA. I, when I pay for parking instead of street parking, <laughs> it's because luxury is in my DNA. Yeah. So, so for people who don't know what we're talking about, Kevin Costner's wife is asking for like, and you know, Normally I'd be like, get your bag, but this feels, she's asking for something like $160,000 a month or something crazy for child support. And her lawyer argued that luxury is in the children's DNA. Uh, so they need that money. They to. need all of it. Yeah. I, I want to see the gene splicing or the gene, yeah. like whatever that Can shows I that. Can I get some of that DNA? Because I, I did my ancestry and I didn't even see it as an option. No, be, be right? it didn't come up on mine. It wasn't a sure. category. Yeah. yeah, And I, I assumed, obviously, that it would be in there. Truly. I mean, I think yeah. of, of the three of us at this table, if anyone has <laughs> luxury in their DNA, oh, really? it's you. It's yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I think so. Like, I mean, listen, I'm Bel- not going to say Belgium it's not. just sounds fancy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I... <laughs> bitch is Belgian. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah. It sounds... It says sounds It sounds, fake. sounds money. Yeah. 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 It sounds fake. Yeah. yeah. It does sound like I made that up. <laughs> I did. I we have one Belgian listener that's yeah. just like, "Well, this is over." Oh no, <laughs> no that's stay, a compliment. Stay for me. That's a huge that's compliment. True. You sound so fancy as to not be real. Yeah, even. where are you from? You Belgium know? doesn't even exist. You know. Well, I want to thank that that listener for writing in. Thank you so much. It's amazing. We, wow. we needed to know. I I still I still have questions. I'm I not still have lie. questions as well. I mean, I just feel first of all. Maybe you can ask him and come back to us with <laughs> Follow some follow-ups. Up. We'll follow yeah. up. Because what do you do in public? Mm. What do you do yeah. in public? I mean, do you just make an exception? I imagine. Oh, There's yeah. no way you're getting fully nude. Even in the individual stall at no. work? That's too far. It's too far. My yeah. husband, I did ask him because he he will occasionally also shit nude. But mostly it's because the man never does actually wear a shirt in the house. And he's getting like, ready to get in the shower probably or something. Or he's getting something. ready to get in the shower it, in the that morning. That is different. But he's, he was like absolutely not in like a public place. I would I never would take my shirt off. I feel so vulnerable. He also Dude. said he does n- has never seen somebody do the full trowel drop oh for, for and he goes butters. Nice, he goes i hope i never do i <laughs> as well he's like i have never seen that happen in public and i swear to god i hope i never well, do those people have to use individual stalls like they have to it's a urinal thing like i mean can you imagine you're standing in a urinal and you're just somebody's ass no out. they eric, have to be in a stall eric demonstrated it no, for me when no, i came no. home and it was the funniest thing i literally was like crying laughing because not only that he like tucked his shirt no under his uh-uh. <laughs> that's not a thing no like yeah. a toddler yes yeah looking like a toddler <laughs> and your bathroom has that full-length mirror too which is just like oh no 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 no, no, no. i don't need to no we're, we're not doing this even as a joke we're done we're done There's here. <laughs> things that we can't we can't cross lines. We can't cross. Oh Lord. Okay. Oof. Well, I you know there are some weeks where I really watch no TV at all, mm-hmm. and then there are some weeks mm-hmm. where I am 
literally just me and the couch become one yes. when two become one exactly. and it's me and the couch yeah. you know and so i watched My a lot of spice things. Girls song. yes yeah. uh i went down by the way just off subject i went down spice girl tiktok <gasps> recently wow it okay. was a lovely place to be uh, i was wow. so right. happy i have uh, not found that magical that's, land i was that's so cozy joyful. but I finally watched, and I don't know what prompted this. Like I was just scrolling on Max and I was like, yeah, I'm going to watch that. And I watched that price of Glee. I No, I can't. I want to see it so bad. <gasps> me. Don't tell me anything. I, don't tell me anything. Okay. I mean, I, I mean like, tell me loose, but don't tell me anything. <laughs> I want to see Tell it me so nothing, bad. but tell me a little bit. Yeah. Um, so. No spoilers. It's the only thing that I will say is it's not just the cast. Like I didn't realize and I should have, like, as a musical theater person, as somebody who loved Glee, whenever it was totally. on those first couple Big seasons, Glee like, I was in theater actively, yep. like, whenever I was watching Glee. Loved Glee. I don't know why it didn't occur to me how hard they were working these kids. Oh, yeah. Oh. Like, because it's not like a normal TV show. So it's no. like they are in rehearsal, they're in dance class, they're in singing lessons, and then when they're not shooting they had that and they had that tour oh Oh my god God. so they were on tour the whole time so they they didn't get a break and wait a tick like none of these people are actually under the age of 18 right so you're you don't have any there's no like rules about Uh, yeah i know at least the main ones weren't because like both like Corey monteith and um the guy who played puck they were both like 26 so yeah i mean so they were working all the time and it got me thinking because amber riley who played Mercedes on that show. Mm-hmm. She used to live in this neighborhood because I ran into oh. her several times and I ran into her at party city once and I ran into her at Ralph's. And I remember okay. the first time I ran into her at Ralph's because I was a big glee fan. I made, I will never forget the look on her face because she was like picking avocados or something. And like, I did a little bit of a double take cause I recognized like, her no. and the look on her face, it, it wasn't mean or anything. It was yeah. just like, Oh my God, please don't like, yeah. please don't come over here. Just <laughs> okay. like, and I get it because these yeah. kids were so swamped and they were so overworked all the time. And all of them were unknowns except for Leah Michelle in the beginning. So like they were yeah. just, they went from zero to a hundred. And right. so it was really tough on them, but it was also really tough for the whole crew. Oh, so it wasn't just the cast, but there's shit that went down within the crew as well, which Ooh. I was just like, God, but all that to say it prompted me and maybe it's bad, but it prompted me to rewatch the show. It's on no, Disney oh my Plus. God. So I'm like, I'm going to rewatch this show because I remember really liking the first couple seasons. Yeah. There is shit on that show that I, first of all, in like episode two, yeah. Matthew Morrison, who plays Will Schuster, yeah. does Kanye West Gold Digger. <gasps> yeah. Dude, the, the <laughs> very, wait, what? The it's, very first not season, horrible. the very first season is actually like, has like a kind of dark humor it's, to it. It's not poppy it was like quirky and really weird and a little bit dark it it was it's so weird and like that character does is so biz like so creepy <laughs> and bizarre like he's so weird he's so weird and i i didn't so, see it tv was, teachers are the fucking weirdest was 2009 just such a weird yes. time that yes, like that i too. it did not occur to me that like that is the creepiest teacher i've ever seen yeah. in my whole life like he's so fucking creepy i think we, we thought well i think that we thought he was cute yeah we thought he was hot yeah yeah i no. think that that's the same thing that happened in never been kissed because we yeah. forgave a lot of shit in never been kissed yeah. 
and that was predatory. That yeah. guy, but he was so hot. Yeah, we were like, yeah. it's it's fine. I'm like, oh, it's okay to date that your movie teacher. Come out in 2009 and we're all too? like, she's 25. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine, even if he thinks that she's 16 young. or 17 right. or whatever it was. But I was thinking we uh-huh. should fuck Mary Kill. TV teachers. Wow. Oh, wow. I first of all have to look up and see if Never Been Kissed is 2009. That had to be late 90s. Be early 2000s. You think so? 1999. You're yeah, absolutely yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wow. TV teachers. I'm trying to trying to think Michael of one Martin. that's that's right. Specifically so TV. Oh, it's just oh TV. Well, it doesn't have to be TV. I guess. Dude, I've got teachers one. in the media. I've got one. This is a blast from the past. This will definitely age me and also kind of guilty pleasure. Okay. okay. Giles from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I didn't either. <laughs> We're the only two people on planet Earth. But you know what? Show me his picture so and sorry. I bet okay. you I know who it is. Yeah. I'm like, I had such a show. crush on him. I don't know the actor's okay, name. I see. He's got real. That was the 90s when dads <laughs> you know were dads. You know, you know what, what I mean? He looks like to me. He kind of <laughs> reminds me of the um, the ballet dancer. Gorbachev. Or- oh, Gorbachev. yeah. I know who you're talking about. <laughs> Gorbachev. <laughs> yes. No. Mikhail Gorbachev. No. The famous. He was on Sex and the City. I can't think of his name. Yes. Why can't uh, think of his name? The Russian Bar- from Bar- Sex and the City. They yeah. Yeah. Barishnikov. Yeah. Yes. yes. Oh, it's really close. Yes, he does remind me of him. There was a real time, and this guy, I feel like, is the perfect example of it. I don't know the actor's name, but... It's the gel in the hair for me. (laughs) He's such a, like, dad energy. It's giving seventh heaven. Yes. Oh, my God. (laughs) Ew. Ew. Okay, well, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go Walter White. I knew it. I'm going I Walter White. I'm going Brian Cranston. I'm I want to pick a teacher that's not from. Don't have to pick TV. I'm gonna do uh, Dead Poet Society. Okay, Robin oh, Williams, Robin Williams yeah. in Dead Poet Society. Yeah. Okay, so he was an English teacher. Yes. Walter White is a chemistry teacher. Do we know what? Buffy Giles was. I think he was a librarian. Oh, he's a librarian. Oh, Oh, well, I love books. I do love books. God, it's been forever. I was obsessed with that show when I was like a preteen or whatever. So you have to give us the rundown. What's what's he like? Like, sell him to us as if we're going on a date. He's he's (laughs) got an accent, which is very nice. He puts on glasses when he's being serious. Oh, I like that. uh, It's. He's a sexy librarian. He's kind of oh. the one that's in charge and helping Buffy, like giving her information Ooh, so that he's microfishing can... all day. Yes. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So he's giving her the tools that she needs to defeat the vampires okay. or what have you. And so. we've all seen Breaking Bad. Yes. Okay. I have not, but You've I not know, I know, Bad. I know. You, that you know character. the character. Okay. Right. All right. I, um, so my character's name is actually John Keating. I had to look it up. <clears throat> But played by Robin Williams. Uh-huh. You, you've seen Dead Poet Society. Ages ago. Captain, my captain. Captain, my captain. Yes. Ugh. I literally just, by looking it up, I'm like, got almost teary-eyed just looking at like, die. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, that's right. Yeah. No, I mean, like, I mean, not that I ever forgot, but I was just like, oh my God. I am a sucker for an inspiring movie. Oh. Oh, like if a movie tells me to be inspired, I'm inspired. I mean, I'm inspired. Already. Especially yeah. that time period. Cause yes. I'm thinking dead poet society, fried green tomatoes. Oh yeah. Like those, 
kind of movie. Yeah, yes. exactly. I love a, a real feel good. I feel like we don't have those as much anymore. Like right. just really just like getting in under there and making you feel yeah. cozy. And there's this kind of almost underdog. Yes. Yeah. Do love an underdog thing that, you know, you know what did that for me too? is Remember the Titans. I watched that movie so many times. <laughs> uh, it's been a long Amazing. time since I've seen that movie. But mm-hmm. I love a I love a football movie. I was like, they're coming together. It's inspiring at the end. Yeah. She's got like, Denzel there. She's like, good we are Marshall. <laughs> oh, good, good fucking sports movie like Hoosiers. And stuff. I don't even oh, like shit. sports. Hoosiers and was so good. I don't dude. even like sports and a good inspiring sports I movie. Oh, yep. I love sports. And my husband super loves sports. He does not like a sports movie. And I'm like, it's really fucking annoying because wow, I actually made rude. him watch one recently and it was really good. Oh, it wasn't it wasn't a sports movie so much as a documentary about um anyway. It's yeah, I look at them almost like male rom coms. Yes. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Whoa. Yeah. They really are. Yeah. Good call. And I love a rom com. I, I do. listen. You're absolutely you're absolutely right. I know exactly how it's gonna go. Yeah. yeah. Like you're not gonna trick me. I'm watching Remember the Titans. I'm like, what they're gonna lose at the yeah. end? Field, After all of that. Field of dreams. No. Come on. Field yeah. of dreams. No. You know either. that his children <laughs> have luxury. Luxury <laughs> DNA. <laughs> That's the name of the episode. Luxury in our DNA. (laughs) Oh, man. That's incredible. Well, Um, uh, yeah. I don't first. Okay. Um, Oh, unless you're not ready. It's your turn to go first, (gasps) but I'll submit, I guess. I can. I'll acquiesce if necessary, but this is a tough one. Oh, I know what I'm doing. Oh, 100%. All right. You sound ready. You're going to marry Dead Poet Society. That's what I You're going to get. Right? Yes. Yeah. um, incredibly inspired you can talk about literature Ugh. he's like animated he's passionate he's great with kids Freaks you marry passion. that guy yeah right yeah. you fuck giles from yeah. buffy well because i feel like fucking against bookshelves is always uh, oh yeah it's yeah. uncomfortable but hot the smell of the, oh, the old leather ding. yeah <laughs> Old yeah. leather and sex. Mm. I think that should be the name of the <laughs> Sex and booty. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna fuck fuck Giles, and then yeah, no no to the Walter White. Yeah, yeah. I just like even yeah, he was never. He's a the one thing. who knocks. No, no, not into it. Not into it. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't blame you. I think I'm gonna probably end up being the same way. I mean, yeah, Dead Poet. I mean, like John Keating, that character. You're right. That passion. Oh yeah, how you, you do one kidding? thing is how you do everything. That's exactly right. Yeah, the man is into what he does. He loves what he does. He loves these kids. Man, mm. that guy is gonna fucking just be an incredible dad. Yeah, an, an incredible, incredible husband. Yep. Yeah, because he'd be like, "I read the Kama Sutra today. You want to try? You yep. know what I mean?" I'm like, <laughs> "All right, yep, explain it to me." My yeah. only concern with him is like. Is he too intense? Is he too intense? He loves his job, which is yeah. wonderful. But I feel like he's going to be like always because he's always trying to better himself. He's always trying mm. to be better for his students, which is wonderful. But it's like, man, sometimes I want to go on vacation to Mexico. And I'm like, uh. can we go on vacation to Mexico? Oh, yeah. does he? Cause does he, does he ever, ever relax? Does he, yeah. ever, does does he, he ever get a stop summer? working? Yeah. You know does he I mean? get a summer break? Yeah. Is, I think yeah. he's working through his summer break to have the best curriculum possible, which is yeah. lovely and wonderful. But I'm also like, sure. But is he too intense? There yeah. is that question, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, but he is lovely. Yeah. And smart. I'm marrying him. I don't and you I can't, love it. You teacher. can't talk me out of it. It's, yeah, I'm in. Um, and then, yeah, I'm going to do the same thing. I, I have to. Yeah. Giles, it feels right. Yeah. He looks like he has strong hands. Yeah, strong forearms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. 
yeah. masculine forearms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 You know what? Yeah. Cause Walt's right. It's just not, it's the, not feeling it's that. the briefs. <laughs> <laughs> Of all the things, yeah. of all listen, the problems listen. with Walter White. Listen, it's the brief. I'm not going to disagree. It's the saggy white, white briefs. Yeah, it's not. It's, Can we call that wass? <laughs> wass. Yes. Oh, oh man i mean i have a real soft spot for brian cranston like yeah. i just think he's so wonderful and like just seems so lovely in every interview <laughs> walter white is not brian cranston correct no. yes we are differentiating um also i did have a real issue in that show because i was just like man for somebody who got into this to like keep his family in a good position you really like brought danger to your fam- family's oh, yeah. yeah every turn don't yeah. love it <laughs> like, um yeah because i don't think it was about his family no, at about all his ego yep but yeah and i i can't really live dangerously Mm-mm. i you see i have luxurious dna <laughs> <laughs> i i can't live on the edge no. like that i no. can't be ready to run at a moment's notice no. i'm not built to launder money no yeah um she's like i may have been raised outside the ozarks but i'm not built for <laughs> well he's from albuquerque right right, right. yeah yeah but the show ozarks right oh yeah they also? yes okay. but i was born in albuquerque oh, so there's oh. that oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no i think i have to do the same thing as well i mean i do think i think that robin williams character is going to require a lot of like getting him to turn off like there's going to be a lot of nights where you have to go into the study and do like the shoulder rub and be like time for bed you know what i mean like i think you're gonna have to with that guy i don't think he would come to bed otherwise he's like staying up doing stuff well then i'll just read or something i don't know i'm not (laughs) um not that me but so i mean i do think he's he's fairly intense but i love passion i I love people who are passionate about literature Mm. um and he is and he's fun right like that's the thing he makes it interesting he makes it interesting Mm -hmm. he makes it fun so it's just not it's not just about that stuffy yeah 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 which i like um and then yeah don't know nothing about giles but he's he's giving me (laughs) sexual energy in that in that picture and i don't know why he's giving me sexy librarian sexy librarian 90s sexy librarian probably need to take a closer look at that because like he's not I don't. He should be working in a school. Yeah, a high school. Oh, yeah, no. yeah. Well, well, we don't need to look at it any deeper than that. <laughs> I'm a grown adult. That's all that matters. So that's yeah, what I, I'm gonna do. It ain't my high school. It's true. No. It's nope. true. And I've never been kissed. <laughs> oh man. Oh, well, man. you guys want to take five, and then we'll come back with stories. Sounds good. And we're back. <laughs> Alrighty. I have the tainted love this week, so I will start us off with stories. I was trying out a new, uh, sorry, uh, that, that's, that came in really suddenly. Um, <laughs> I was going to give you the first line, but then I was like, oh, no, I don't want to do that because I think it gives too much away. So, yes, I'll just jump right in. Anyway, I was trying out a new med called Topamax. Oh, OK. The first day was OK. A little dizziness, mild confusion, the pretty typical side effects of AEDs. I thought, well, this isn't too bad. I think I can get away with going out. I usually stay <laughs> oh, in. No. I usually stay in bed for the first three or four yeah. days when I have a new medication, Acclimate. and make sure that I'm not left alone until I know the med, how the med affects me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Smart. We decided on a movie. I popped my meds and got ready. I was fine <laughs> until about an hour into the date. 
I started feeling really dizzy. I wouldn't talk without slurring. I tried to get up to excuse myself and couldn't stand without falling over. The guy I was with was watching all this. I was too embarrassed to let him know I was epileptic yet. Now I realize I owe it to people who are going to be around me for an extended time to tell them. I get why seizures freak people the fuck out. Yeah, if you're not used to it or whatever, it's fucking terrifying. He said, are you drunk? Come on, I am taking you home now. Oh. He helped me stagger to his car and get in. He just looked at me and shook his head and said, really? Oh, 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 oh my God. That's my soul. Okay, Judge Judy. Oh, my God. We drove to my house. (laughs) I mean, if she was drunk, I might be. Really? 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 I I do love that (laughs) That when it's that that look on your face where you're just like, I'm just disappointed. Yeah, like, I'm not, I'm not mad. mad at you. I'm just it's disappointed. It's 7.30. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> when did you even do it? Yeah. We're an hour, were you sneaking off and taking shots in the bathroom? <laughs> when we got there, he politely said, I have no problem with anyone getting a little tipsy, but wasted before a date? I'm really kind of hurt, and I think we're just not matched to each other. Oh. It's actually a really respectful way of saying yeah. it. She's like, it's clearly communicated. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. I tried to apologize, but I slurred it oh. awfully. I tried to tell him, I have epilepsy. He didn't understand. Oh. I finally pulled up the wrist of my sweater and showed him my medic alert bracelet. Oh. He freaked. Oh, but no. For, but yeah. for my safety, are you having a seizure? What do I do? Oh. How do I help you? Do I need to call 911? Oh, oh no. I shook my head. That would have been me too. I'm like, yeah. oh my God. And then you feel bad too. You're yeah. like, oh, I just lectured you. <laughs> oh, no. I just gave you the disappointed head shake. No. Oh, the no. worst. I shook my head. No. All they do is give you IV midazolam and say, yep, she has epilepsy and send you home with a $1,500 yeah. ambulance bill. Yeah. yeah. That's also right. a good thing to know. Yeah. Yeah. I finally found a napkin and a pen and sloppily scratched out new medication, not drunk. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Baby. He just kept apologizing. Oh. He called my roommate to come down and help him carry me in. Oh. He sat with me until I fell asleep. Oh, my God. He and my roommate had a good talk. He told him I didn't like to tell people because they treat you weird once they know. He talked about how awful the meds were, but that I'd tough out anything for six weeks to see if it worked. He said, keep in touch with me and give it another shot once I adjusted to this drug. He called me every other day to check on me. <gasps> wow. He stayed with me when my roommate went out You're of town. You're married. He still oh, apologized. I took responsibility 100% for not telling him. He was gracious and kind. We dated for about six months before he got an awesome engineering job in Seattle. We stayed friends and talked maybe once a month. He even went by and took pictures of Kurt Cobain's old house for me. Amazing. He eventually started dating a woman who didn't think it was cool to keep talking to me. He was honest about it, and I wished him well and said she sounded really cool. In parentheses, she didn't. She sounded like a drama-infested train wreck. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well. And if they were ever in town, they always had a place to stay at my apartment. I still feel really embarrassed about it. That's when I started letting people know and where I kept my card with instructions on it and what to do. 
they feel better and I feel better knowing someone yeah. isn't mm-hmm. going to shove a spoon in my mouth or oh hold me down. <laughs> Lesson <God>. learned. Wow. <laughs> That's incredible. And the headline was like the time I accidentally got fucked up on a date. <laughs> like, <laughs> really? It really was an accident. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. This person writes, I still cringe at this was talking to this gorgeous Brazilian lady Mm. who was a singer. We met online and we were talking for a while, really vibed well and decided to meet up for a date. Earlier that week, my mother made a comment about how pale I looked and how I should consider using fake no, tan. Baby. Now's not to the time. <laughs> now is not the time. If you're thinking about experimenting with somebody that somebody that's gonna fuck with your looks right before a date with someone you like is not the time. Girls, I saw a motherfucking TikTok. This lady was three weeks out from her wedding. Oh. And went to go get her hair chemically straightened. No, 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 Why would you do that? She went to a new salon. No. What are you thinking? She gets out and the top of her head is all this long, but the back is long. No. No. She had a hedgehog. fucking mullet. No. It was awful. That poor thing. I feel so bad for her. Well, a hair care company snatched her up. Yeah. And actually was like, we'll put her extensions. We'll, yeah, they, they did all kinds of treatments on her damaged hair and like went through and gave her extensions, which I was like, you don't want to do extensions on damaged hair. But, but what's the alternative? Yeah. A yeah. wig. A wig. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like a, a really good one. Like a good install imagine, on a oh, lace front. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wig on your wedding. I mean, <laughs> the alternatives though. Well, Cassie, what happens? Like if that happens to you, like... The salon, what, what what happens? Well, first of all, it, to me, it sounds like probably she didn't disclose everything that was on her hair. First of all, oh. she, uh, most people, most stylists are well well versed in their chemicals. I see. And the interactions they take. So when you go to a salon and people ask you, gotta you be what, honest. what do you have on your hair? Well, I haven't colored it. What, in the past year? You still have color in your hair. You yes. have, still have all these things in your hair. So you have to be 100% honest. You really need to talk about the history of the things that you've done. For the past 10 to 20 years. Well, that's the thing. She was getting the Brazilian from actual Brazil. And the guy was saying, yeah, the guy was saying is like, well, different countries like have different chemical makeups because and regulations and and stuff. So that's probably, you know, what happened. That applies to your face as well. Absolutely. Like if you're going to get a, a wax or like girl you and your waxing i look i did sugar myself again because i'm using the rest of that sugar until i'm out of it dude I have i got a product to show you <laughs> when we're done. i can't wait oh it's, a, it's a handheld laser device sweet Uh-oh. Uh, does it work look i will try all the products and i will give a full in-depth review <laughs> like sugaring waxing <laughs> home fucking laser i know wait till i contact them and be like we're giving you organic mentions on our podcast so um yeah can we at least get a, an affiliate link or seriously what's up come on <laughs> anyway sorry yes so he decides his mom says right <laughs> baby's looking pale so he's like I should consider using fake tan to add a bit of color. Shouldn't that shit is so finicky (laughs) because if you don't apply it right, it is streak city (laughs) and orange city. It's yeah. Considering I wanted to make a good impression, I decided later that week on date night 
on no. date Why? night. Why? He's like, I have Babe. to meet her at five at four o'clock. I opened up the Jergens. Honey. Got my gloves out. Sir. <laughs> Sir. <laughs> my dude. <laughs> so, oh my God. So this I sounds like a boy thing apply, to do. It really does. I apply the fake tan <laughs> and then put on my nicest white polo oh, shirt. No. <laughs> This is a man. Oh, it is this a is man. a man. It is a man. Because also, this you're supposed to man. let it sit and then wash it off. Like, you don't. Like, this is a man what are you doing? doing a man, man's version With of a the, thing. Of a man thing. Okay. Okay. Well, turns out I'm actually a really sweaty guy. Oh! <laughs> Just a tan shirt. He gets naked to poop for sure. <laughs> 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 oh my God. She turns up and looks mind blowing. This makes me more nervous, and I start to sweat more. Oh, no. We proceed to a Middle Eastern (laughs) restaurant. Oh, (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And (laughs) sit under a light that's brighter than the sun and nearly as hot combined with the spicy food. I am now melting and getting more self-conscious. I can't wait until he sees himself in the mirror. It's, It's not just a normal sweat. Oh, no, I'm sweating orange onto a white polo shirt. Oh, no. She's embarrassed. Yeah. I'm embarrassed. Even dripping from his eyelashes into his curry. (laughs) No. Same color as his curry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, Even the waiter looked at me like, holy shit. It's a string of horrible choices that led me looking like a bleeding Watson. (laughs) The more self-conscious I got, the more I started sweating, like a perpetual infinite resource of embarrassment. That's what happens. The more you think about it, the worse it gets. Mm -hmm. To be fair, she was a lovely girl, but mentally, I was gone. We went for a drink and everything. She's like... I need to know what he looked. I wish he'd taken like a mirror selfie because I gotta see. I gotta see. You gotta you gotta put visuals because that shit wasn't even set. Because like you have to set self tanner. Like it's not like one of those. You just can't just put it on and then put a shirt on and leave the house. (laughs) I'm telling you. Yeah. The man, man. didn't read the instructions. He sure He's did. Like, not. I got it. He, he didn't just take... put it on your skin. Yeah, you it's just, just like lotion. Yeah. It's like lotion. You just rub how it hard, in. How hard can it be? It's just lotion. I mean, women do this all the time. Come on. <laughs> Can't be that hard. Come on. <laughs> At the end of the night, she did kiss me. Oh, no. Risky business. <laughs> she came we got away a, with a We got a bit mouth. Exactly. We got a bit raunchy, and oh. I promised very lightly. <laughs> bit her lip only to pop <laughs> what I think was a mouth ulcer <laughs> <laughs> what she no, had like don't a say sore don't say it again don't say it again don't say it again don't say it again Oh, oh my god oh, i forgot oh god. about that part i forgot oh about that part god. it's terrible i'm sorry i would never be able to she pulled away looked embarrassed again and laughing said, I'm just going to go home now. Yeah, yeah. we're done here. We're called this. We are done. Absolute fucking mess of a date. We even went out two more wow. times. Baby. The Yeah, he must have had some riz, man. Yeah. I'm usually a really confident guy. Yeah, there it is. But with her, for whatever reason, I was such an idiot. I think she was just too good looking. Yeah. I, she's like, we've, I'm punching above my weight class We've all here. been there acting stupid around people who are hot. You're Ugh. like, you know what? I can't. I, I can't get the I, upper hand you know, here. I can't, I'm just yeah, gonna, I, can't get a, I can't get a grip on it. I'm just going to go. <laughs> I'm just, 
Wow. Oh, my wow. goodness. Well, my story follows a very similar pattern. Oh, excellent. And I think you'll like it. There is no self-tanner involved, unfortunately. Oh. But <clears throat> what if there was? That'd be incredible. I, that, uh, would be <laughs> that would amazing. be incredible. Now I kind of want everyone's self-tanner stories. <laughs> Please. Please yeah, send if those you in. Have, <laughs> and you know what? All of those like bathroom mishaps. I want... Mm. Self tanner. I want yeah. you tried to wax your oh, own bikini like line. fucking pimple popper <laughs> stuff. Oh, I want like all of it. The you tried to color your own hair, ended up with <gasps> oh a ring God. of color. Dude, your face. I saw somebody that put their hair uh, the other day half up, half down. Okay. Uh huh. Pulled the half up, half up on top of her head. <laughs> And then <gasps> instead no! of cutting above the no. thing, she cut below, she cut the, below the ponytail. It. it was the most insane thing Why i've ever do that? seen in my life and so then the top is just like <laughs> she's like i think it looks good do you <laughs> did like, you go to the comments i'm so glad yes, you think it looks good i'm so happy that you yeah. think it looks good if you like it i love it yeah you, you do you like, babes i was like above the above the thing not below and, and, i mean and don't do neither don't do neither that. but <laughs> wow 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 Ooh. I mean, listen, you guys, this is just what keeps me in business. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> keeps it's true. Keeps me going. Exactly. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so this starts. When I was in high school, I had a punk friend. I used to run into a lot at shows and he was often with this really cute skinny guy with long hair named Billy. Billy. The way this is so relatable uh-huh. across the board. Yeah. Hot punk kid. Yeah probably super skinny yeah definitely had a skateboard and his name was billy Doy. yeah what year is this because then yeah. i can determine how tight the pants were oh yeah because these are yeah. i'm seeing jenko <laughs> right see you're seeing jenko i'm yeah, seeing those skinny tight tight blacks. skinny oh, yeah. like yeah because like, that was who i was into it's just like punk yeah. kid who had like way too long bangs the skinniest fucking the checkerboard ever vans stovepipe checkerboard yeah. vans and like a studded belt Wow, mm-hmm. wow. It's very specific, and that was my type. I definitely <laughs> was thinking more. Well, I was actually go either more way. Punk, punk, like mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. yeah, it could anyway. go a number of ways. Yeah, yeah. really depends but on what year my, this takes place. But in my mind, there is one a version of one of these Absolutely. for all of us. We all here. had a yes. Billy. We all had a Billy. Yeah, definitely. Billy was hot. I'm sure he was. Fast forward about two years after high school, I found out Billy and I were attending the same college. He asked me online if I wanted to meet up between with him between classes. And I said, yes. I didn't recognize him at first and apparently walked right past him. Eventually, he texted me and figured out where I was so he could come uh, so I could go hang out with him in his car. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. This, this sounds like teens. This sounds exactly the, the like amount teens. of hanging out in cars I did. Oh, I know. So much hanging out in cars. I sound like I'm losing my voice a little bit. You do. I am on a new um, inhaler and I think it's. Uh, got my my voice a little rough so i'm apologizing that's okay it's sexy um but i can breathe better so that's good yeah Yeah, there you go um, but we'll take it okay apologies though i'm like i hear myself i'm like they don't sound normal uh i sound like an old lady (laughs) 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 it's so me guys i promise grandma cast bringing you the hits (laughs) (laughs) going through puberty again (laughs) scoob <laughs> he looked nothing like he used to. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Do you need to really get some water? <clears throat> Let me swig my beer. Okay. He gained a lot of weight. There it is. He gained a lot of weight and uh, had cut his hair much shorter. Shorter. And this is years later. This is two years later. Two years. Later. I, dis- okay. I distinctly remember he was uh, wearing these really ugly pants that looked like they were handmade. 
Oh, in a no. bad way. Oh, in a bad way. I'm like, that could go either I way. Know, right? you know? He also kept talking about the fact that he had a Prince Albert, which I did not care <gasps> oh, about. No, the way I'm no. like, I do know this guy. <laughs> the yeah. way I 100% there is know always this guy. The guy who has the, there are Ugh. two guys with the Prince Albert, the ones who you never know until you get in there. Okay. And the ones who will not, not shut s- the fuck up about it. All, right. all they got to do is tell you about it all like, the fucking time. The, yeah. Wait, do we have some sneaky prince albert's around i need to know i, I mean i'm sure yeah i feel like i feel like people with prince albert's are like yeah god yeah. prince albert <laughs> you're like well how well, bad does it hurt because depending i hurt. might tell people like i knew the a girl way. who had her nipples pierced yeah. and she did tell everybody because that shit hurts so bad and Dude, i'm like i couldn't, get it couldn't i couldn't i think it could be me Oof. i don't know i'm not sure does it feel good enough to, like is the payoff I good enough i, I guess it depends t- everybody's a little bit more different sensitivity in that area yeah so. yeah <laughs> i did know a girl that had her clip pierced owie couldn't and do I that just, i was like that can't be girl. Me. you know not I'd everything's be, for everybody no yeah you no know, i'm look i'm not yeah. judging at no, all i'm just saying like <laughs> i think there's like i'm i'm fairly sensitive in my nipples already so i don't i guess it might not be good for right. me but right. if you but are, it could maybe, be great for you yeah like, maybe it, that's what or, is or good I'm about like, it i'm always turned on yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> your, your nipples just rubbing against good. your shirt oh, <laughs> get it together We're like it's really uncomfortable yeah. to hang out with cassie piercing, <laughs> piercing had a moment though oh. remember yeah i feel like maybe this was like the early what, 15 2000s. 20 yeah. years the early ago. 2000s everyone had everything oh like double lip piercing oh yeah yeah, like, you had the Monroe's eyebrows, nose. Yeah, I had my shoulders, knees, and toes. People like doing those dermals, dermals, yeah. ever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, which I think are pretty, but I couldn't do because yeah. there's no way I could take them on and off myself. Right. Yeah. I yeah. definitely had an eyebrow ring. Yeah, I had my oh, nose pierced. Okay. I had a Monroe. Yeah. Oh, I could totally Look at see all that. of us with our okay. early 2000s. Right. There anyway, we go. <clears throat> when he asked me out on a date, I said sure. What's the harm in it? It was rare for anyone to ask me out on a proper date. He picked me up from my parents' house the next night, and we went to a nearby theater that was seven minutes away. Unfortunately, once we got there, they wanted to see my ID for the movie, and I didn't have it, so we had to go all the way back to my house. He acted really annoyed and inconvenienced that I had left my ID at home. Even though it wasn't really far a far drive, and we got there pretty early. Anyway, we get back to the theater and see Strange Wilderness. Okay. Um, Do you remember that movie? No, no, I don't. All I remember is that fucking shark. It's like, oh, Wait, <laughs> hold on. I'm gonna look it up because I don't give us a time period. Yeah, I think it might be Steve Zahn. Oh my god! Yes, now I know the movie that Steve you're Zahn. talking about. Yeah. Uh, the movie had been in theaters for a few weeks at this point, so the theater itself was nearly empty. 2008. So yes. Oh, yeah. We're, we're talking. Okay. I, I, mean, I know exactly what Billy is. Tweet, mm-hmm. tweet, black jeans. Yeah. Yeah. Tonight will be the normal <laughs> yes, for exactly, you. Exactly. Yes. It was just us, another couple, and an older dude by himself. <laughs> Throughout the entire movie, Billy laughed at pretty much every single joke. Okay. Well, I could, wouldn't really call it a laugh so much. Really, it was more of a loud, high-pitched giggle. Oh, <laughs> he's a hyena. Uh, oh, God. At first, I thought it was fake, but he kept giggling like that. It was really off putting. It's like the girlfriend on Sleepless in Seattle. Yeah. 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 We were like, oh, my God. Take, take it down a notch. After a short while, it became obvious that the other people in the theater were no longer laughing at the movie's jokes, but at Billy's <laughs> laugh. It was that ridiculous. As the movie wore on, I got more and more embarrassed. I remember thinking to myself, I'm never going to see, I'm never seeing a movie with this guy again. Yeah. 
when we left the theater. Keeping it all drama. Yeah. yeah. All drama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No just, comms. Just tears. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> when we left the theater, he immediately turned to me and exclaimed, wow, that movie was fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really like it That's at all. <laughs> that movie was fucking awful. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Why were you giggling constantly through the entire thing? I was super confused. <laughs> stupid movie people, people are so fucking weird i so swear weird. to god it's so funny to me uh, when it was oh when god. it came time for us for him to drop me off he stalled in the driveway and asked me to make out with him i told him no absolutely not Billy. because my dad was weird and was definitely watching us from his office window <laughs> That's a funny visual for me. He completely ignored my request, put the car in park, and started playing music. What did he put on? Barry fucking No. I couldn't believe it. Banana. So I awkwardly made out with him to Barry White in his dirty car. In 2008? In front of my parents' house. I felt the same embarrassment I'd felt when we were in the theater. I took everything in me not to burst out laughing. I have to think that Billy looks back on this and he feels shame. Yeah, Because he probably thought he was so smooth putting Barry White on. And as an adult, like years later, 15 years later, he's like, I can't believe I was trying to do that in a Ford Escort. Oh my God. Oh, man. In my Ford Escort that smells like Doritos. Like, yeah. no. <laughs> Has Mountain Dew stains Dur- on oh the Oh, my seat. God. <laughs> yeah, there, there literally is a <laughs> yes. Baja Blast that's been in that cup holder for like two weeks. Yep. yep. Exactly. It's on the floor. What are you talking about? <laughs> Disgusting. I have to assume somebody told him to put that music on for girls as a joke, but he took it seriously. Oh, babe. For the record, he was also a terrible kisser. Oh, oh. no. He's just licking all over your face. Ew. We hung out maybe twice after that again, but I never made out with him again or anything. I remember at the one point we were in a cafe and he, quote, accidentally showed me pictures of his dick to oh, show off. Okay. Well, Albert. yeah, you didn't beg to see his Prince Albert, so he had to manufacture some way for Dude, you to see it. He had to. I worked with a guy who did that to me. No. Yes. Yes. Yes, 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 I, yes, 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 yes. Not okay. I'm so, I'm, wait, it just, it's hitting me. At the, the workplace? Yeah. In the workplace. Yes. In the back room of our salon. That is an HR violation. You think? Yep. It was also like probably the same decade. 2008 was a wild time. It was, yeah, it really this was. was probably actually more like 2005 or. Even worse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was all awful. All yeah. of it was awful. Pretty bad. Anyway, so quote accidentally showed me his Prince Albert. Oh my God, I'm so sorry about that. I was, I'm, I cluelessly replied, "Oh, don't worry. It was so fast. I didn't see anything. I never saw or heard from him again after that year. I haven't been able to search him online, but I'm sure he'd be just as recognizable and uninteresting as before." Wow. <laughs> wow. Harsh. I see. I like Harsh. to think silver lining. I uh, like to think that somebody was like, "Stop fucking doing that," and yeah. whip yeah, him into shape. Sure. Yes. Yeah. And stuff, and that he's. I like, was a cringe human in oh, 2008 yes. for sure. Oh, and me too. Like, I'm, so I'm. I have hope I was, for Billy. I had a hard pick me. Energy. Same, yeah, yeah, yeah. girl. Yeah, yeah. Real aggressive I mean, pick-me energy at that age. Billy, I, I do hope you grew up. Um, however, that was assault. You can't just show people right. pictures of your penis when they didn't ask to Make see pictures of your in penis. your phone. Ugh. Or, yeah. Not or delete. You know, take, take freshies folder. when someone asks take for them. Take freshies. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah, well, but this one was really good. Yeah. <laughs> it's really the good lighting, lighting was great. <laughs> you can see the shine off the Prince Albert. Oh. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, you guys want to take five and we'll come back with stories? Yes. Sounds good. Or not stories. The Tainted Love. Oh. <laughs> I was like, yep, sure. And we're back. Keegan, please tell us your Tainted Love. Okay. Listen, <laughs> I I don't know. I spun around in circles trying to figure out what to do this week. But this one is one that's been on my list for a while. Okay. Um, you have almost definitely heard of it, but it is one of those that I'm just like, we have to cover it at some point. So Ooh, why, okay. why not today? Oh, wow. You know what I All mean? Right. Like, why not make it, it this day right now? All right. Uh, it is another way back. Okay. Uh, way back story. I am going to be talking about the brides in the bath. Oh, I yes. Not know you this. don't know this? I don't think so. Okay. You might know it as we go along. Yes. Okay. I think you will. All right. Okay. So in January of 1915, Scotland Yard receives a letter from a man named Joseph Crossley. He's a co-owner with his wife of the Blackpool boarding house. In the letter, Crossley tells police about a young woman, 25-year-old Alice Smith, who died in his boarding house a year earlier while taking a bath and was found by her husband at the time, George. He also includes news clippings from News of the World regarding the recent death of another young woman named Margaret Lloyd, who died similarly in the bathtub. So basically this guy, and he tells them, he's like, my wife, I'm writing this letter on my wife's behalf. My wife was like, you better fucking write them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need to write better. the police right now. This, like, is this happened twice? Uh-huh. I, I don't like Shouldn't it. Shouldn't have once. Yes. Nosy Nellies, we love to see it. Yeah. So yep. yeah, included the clippings, which I think I is, love it. is great. This the is, receipts. This is the original. The receipts. Yeah, I got the this receipts. This is an OG right here. Mm-hmm. This woman. Yes. So the detective inspector, a man named Arthur Neal, decided to take a closer look at both clippings. At both cases, though he saw that they appeared to have been married to different men, Alice was married to a man named George and Margaret was married to a man named John, both women were newlyweds. In Margaret's case, the two had been married for a mere 24 hours. That feels too soon. Mm-hmm. 24 Yikes. hours when she was found dead. Mm-hmm. And both women left sizable inheritances to their new husbands. Mm-hmm. Hmm. The day after receiving the letter, D.I. Neal goes over to the Crossley's boarding house to speak with the owners who tell him. I mean, thank God it was a man who wrote the letter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because if a woman had written that letter. Well, hysterical. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that that's why his wife was like, hey. Hey, please. You need to do this. (laughs) You do it. They'll listen to you. Exactly. Mm Mm-hmm. So he goes over there to talk to the Crossley's and they tell him that they first met Alice and George, um, when they were, they came in to rent a room and the first thing that George did was go into the bathroom to inspect the bathtub. Hmm. So he walked in. He's like, don't talk to me. I got to see this bathtub. Went, looked at the bathtub. And then after... Well, take it. After finding it satisfactory, he agreed to take the room. Hmm. D.I. Neal then goes and talks to the landlady who rented the space to Margaret and her husband, John, who says that on the night Margaret died, she heard a commotion upstairs, after which she heard the hymn, Nearer My God to Thee, playing loudly on the harmonium in the couple's room. No. How? No. No, 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 no. How fucking creepy. And a harmonium. (laughs) I'm sorry. Isn't that that? Is that the instrument that Adam Sandler's playing in Punch Drunk Love? (laughs) Oh, my God. It's so truly upsetting. Yes. After this, she ran into John, Margaret's husband, who said that he was going out to get tomatoes for dinner. He's like, oh, wow, we don't have enough tomatoes. (laughs) 
to make dinner. I got to go get some tomatoes. Um, and when he returned, he found his wife dead in the Interesting. bath. Hmm. When D.I. Neal inspected the bathtub, he noted that he found it too small for a fully grown adult woman to have drowned in. He was like, yeah. these bathtubs, they're like old timey bathtubs. So yeah. I think yeah. they're probably deep, but short. Maybe. Yeah. 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 He reaches out to the Blackpool police regarding Alice Smith's case. Um, remember that these are different jurisdictions and this is 1915. So, so that's a big deal. Yeah. Compliments yeah. to them for like working together. He's like, hey, I need more information on this case. It's like the doctor that was like, maybe wash your hands. Yeah. You know? hey, it's like he, great he has, moments in history yeah, happening right here. a good solution to the, the problems we we're having. Yeah. <laughs> we communicate. Yeah. They tell him that Alice's husband, George, was her sole beneficiary and was issued a life insurance payout of 500 pounds at the time of her death. Hmm. And that was would be roughly 50,000 pounds today. Okay. Wow. It's a lot of money. He also notes that the physical descriptions of both men are eerily similar. Hmm. So John and George mm-hmm. seem to look a lot alike. Now, listen, it's 1915. I feel like everybody looks the same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it gets all Truly. like, y'all had a mustache and a bowler hat. Like yeah. everybody, you know? But... So the detective calls up the coroner um, for the Margaret Lloyd case, who tells the inspector that he'd been contacted by an insurance company asking him to give a report as to whether or not the claim was legitimate. Margaret's life insurance policy was for 700 pounds, which is roughly 70,000 pounds in today's money. Yes. And you had a lot more purchasing power. Like 1915, Mm -hmm. I think a house cost a goat. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And um, not even your best goat, right? Exactly. Yeah, you kind of get one that's looking a little mangy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's Jumps Barney. He's got fleas. <laughs> <laughs> he runs in circles only. Yeah. <laughs> the coroner is also like, hey, so while you're asking questions, I just want to let you know that her husband was acting weird as fuck. Mm-hmm. He tells the detective that Margaret's newlywed husband showed very little emotion, purchased the cheapest coffin available. Wow. And when his wife was finally in the ground, was rumored to have said, thank goodness that's over. <gasps> <gasps> Woof. Damn. How loud you said that? <laughs> inside voice. Sir, you said that out loud. That is an inside thought. Hoping that the perpetrator would come forward to collect the money, D.I. Neal instructed the doctor to issue a favorable report to the insurance company, and then he stakes out the lawyer's office waiting for the perpetrator to come. Alleged perpetrator. Sure enough, on February 1st, 1915, a man fitting Lloyd Smith's description appears. Neal introduces himself and asks if he's John Lloyd. And he's like, yes, I'm John Lloyd. And they're like, mm, okay, are you also George Smith? And he's like, no, 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 I'm not. I'm not. I, know, uh, I don't know her. I don't know that person. <laughs> um, but once he's taken it, they're like, okay, well, we're going to arrest you anyway. And once he's taken into custody, because it's 1915, right, I mean, right, you don't right. need a whole lot. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, you're looking shifty. You are shady. We're yeah. arresting you. Yeah. So uh, as soon as he is arrested, he admits that his real name is George Joseph Smith. George, I'm George. No, 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 no. George Joseph Smith, who is, I think, Joseph Smith. Although it's not hyphenated, people sometimes use it as his last name, so they will sometimes refer to him as like Joseph Smith. And I'm like, oh, that's 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 confusing. Yeah. Um, George George Joseph Smith, Jingleheimer Smith, was Mm -hmm. born in Bethnal Green, London, on January 11th, 
1872. So he's Capricorn. Capricorn. Oh, great. Great. He's a go-getter. Yeah, he really is. He really is. You're going to see. Ironically, he was the son of an insurance agent. Yep. So he learned the rules of the trade early Mm -hmm. on and was a problem child from an early age. He was sent to a reformatory school at the age of nine and imprisoned throughout Jesus. his young adult. Well, it was nineteen, like early, like late eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds. Yeah, kids I mean, were allowed to work sh- and yep. go to jail and get married <laughs> and everything. Yeah, nine year olds with full ass lives. Man, yes. the good old days. Am I right? <laughs> right. Yeah. No child labor laws. Um, but he was imprisoned throughout his young adulthood. So basically, like he went to the reformatory school at nine, and then after that, he had like a string of. So petty you're telling thefts. me that he was not reformed? He was not, in fact, reformed. Yeah, I understand. Um, okay. I don't think that that was actually what they were trying to do ah, yes. at that reformatory school. Yeah, but he was imprisoned for things like theft and fraud, mostly like petty crimes. In 1896, at the age of 24, Smith convinces a woman he's seeing to start stealing from her employers and giving him the money. He's probably sick of doing his own thieving. You know what I mean? He's like, I can put these good looks to use. Okay. I got riz. I got charm. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to have you do crime and you give me your money. That sounds better. It's that Capricorn energy. You got to work smarter. It's, a, it's all about delegating <laughs> right exactly he's got management in his blood yeah, yeah. and and then you recruit thieves for you <laughs> that's right. that's and then all, yeah, we that's all right. get rich you get your thieving down hey line. girl <laughs> hey boss babe <laughs> i know it's been a while since you talked <laughs> <laughs> but he used i just thought this was such a funny detail so he's 24 he gets his girlfriend to steal from her job uh-huh. and then he uses the money to open a bakery <laughs> oh okay, okay. He just wanted to do croissant. Yeah, he just <laughs> he wanted croissant to bake bread. Crime. Yeah. Um, what if this was Paul Hollywood's like great 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 grandfather? Oh, oh my oh. god, origin story. <laughs> he get uh, she gets caught and rats him out, and he's sentenced to a year in jail for convincing the woman to steal for him. Which I was like, is that? A- Something you can be arrested for. Like if I talked Christina into doing a crime mm-hmm. for yes. me. Yeah. D- I could go to jail happened? for that? Well, yeah. Isn't that what happened to that late, that girl who talked her boyfriend into killing himself? Yeah. I love you now die. Yeah. But she wasn't convicted. Oh, she wasn't. Yeah. I thought she That's was. That's true. I don't know. Different times too. Yeah. yeah. But I don't I know. Mean, right. Also, I think there was a big difference between talking some... Because I think that you can do that. Like if you talk someone into murdering somebody, then I think that's different than being like... But if I was like Christina steal from your job and you then can. give me the money i would i would get arrested for that i think there is some culpability there is some some crimes i think yeah. so like i mean it's shitty you know no like doubt. people that are involved in like sex work and stuff and who are controlling sure. women and yeah you know pro- like sex work is illegal or whatever and they're not doing it but they Got would get it. prosecuted because they're being they're profiting from right. the crime okay that makes sense okay when he gets out of jail, he changes his name and starts going by George Oliver Love. <laughs> Gross. Love. It's under this name that he marries a woman named Caroline Beatrice Thornhill. They move to London where Caroline gets a job as a maid and George manages to convince his new wife to start stealing from her employers wow. for him. Also, around this time, about a year into his marriage to Caroline, George marries another woman. Well, unnamed not not married legally right that's right. bigamy but marries her this, this would be an awesome downton abbey episode listen it's <laughs> about to get unhinged yeah so soon caroline is caught stealing and imprisoned 
So no skin off George's back. He just goes and hangs out with his other wife. Yeah. <clears throat> until Caroline gets out of prison a year later in 1901. He's like, oops, gotta go back. <laughs> right. Bye. But at that time, Caroline just got out of jail. Can you imagine? He walks in the door. He's like, honey, I'm home. And she's sitting there like arms crossed. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't fucking think so. So a year uh, she gets out and then she rats him out. She mm-hmm. incriminates him and he ends up going to jail for two years. Okay. So. During this time, Caroline takes this opportunity to fuck off to Canada. She goes yeah. across an ocean. Yeah, she's like, she's goodbye. Like, yeah. Double deuces. Um, and when George gets out of prison, he goes back to his other wife, steals all her money, and then dips. Oof. Takes all her savings Oof. and then gets the fuck out. That's awful. He's terrible. In 1908, George marries another woman. Note that he is still legally married to Caroline. Right. He never got divorced. He never gets divorced from Caroline. So all these marriages are moot anyway. Right. Right. But not to the women. Yeah. The women don't know. Because it's it's the early 1900s and like... What, are they going to Google it? Yeah. Yeah, There's no (laughs) real records. Yeah. Um, go 10 feet like to the left and be like my name's john exactly and people are like <laughs> <What>? okay <laughs> hey john sounds good uh, i like that he has a uh a nor- or, uh, atlantic <laughs> yeah mid-atlantic <laughs> yes yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he marries another woman named florence wilson a month later so he marries her a month later steals 30 pounds from her savings account which is about three thousand dollars today or three thousand pounds and bounces he also steals a number of her belongings, which he sells. So he That's steals a bunch of her shit awful. from the house and sells it. He leaves Florence on July 3rd. On July 30th, he marries another woman named Edith Peglar, who had replied to an advertisement for a housekeeper. Now, George... Does he ever call women by their names? Is it all just like, hun? Hun, babe. Oh, absolutely. Sweetie. Sugar yeah. tits. Yeah. Yes. Hey. Darling. Yeah. Now, George did seem to actually like Edith, maybe because she just did not seem to mind that he would just fuck off for months at a time because he would just leave. And she's like, he's selling antiques. That's what he's telling me he's doing. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But he seems to like he didn't really steal from her and in fact would come back to her with money. Yeah. What are antiques like then? At like seventeen hundred doubloons, mummies, mummies, dinosaur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, it's a real dinosaur leg. <laughs> We're using it as a as a, as a table. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that Christmas story leg, yes. but it's an actual yes. dinosaur leg. Yeah. That's funny, but yeah. So he would like fuck off for months at a time. He would come back with m- money. And she'd just be like, well, I guess he's a really good antique dealer. And she's Mm -hmm. like, good enough for me. I don't care. You know what? Honestly, as a woman at this time period, you're probably like, fucking fine. Nope. Don't don't have any questions. (laughs) None. Whatsoever. Do you do you, boo? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Maybe his fondness for Edith led him to slow his role slightly because he did wait over a year until October 1909 to marry his next wife, Sarah Freeman, um, under the name George Rose Smith. As he had done previously, he soon abandoned Sarah, emptying her savings account and selling her war bonds for a total of about 400 pounds. Wow. After his marriage to Sarah, George met and married a woman named Beatrice Bessie Mundy. So she went by Bessie. He introduced himself as Henry Williams and sought Bessie out after learning that she had inherited 
2,500 pounds after the death of her father, which is roughly 320,000 pounds. Wow. So this is Sanditon. Wow. Huge Oof. inheritance. Yeah. Right? That was um, like a, a huge payout for him. He, yeah. he was he was dealing in like, you know, a few thousand here, a few thousand yeah. there, maybe this a couple tens of wealthy. thousands. Wealthy. Right. So maybe that's why he decided to change his MO with Bessie. The couple rented a home at 80 High Street. The home had no bath, so he rented one seven weeks into their stay there. I didn't Sir, know this was something you could do. That's a strong Just MO. Go rent a bathtub, you know? Yeah. Do they deliver it or like... Know, you got to pick it up, put it on yeah. the back of your carriage. I don't know. <laughs> Old school Amazon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have to deliver. They're like free, but you have to deliver. You, you've got to pick it up. Yeah. Um, when Bessie started complaining of headaches, George convinced her that she likely had epilepsy and took her to a doctor, a man named Frank French. He told the doctor, because this is also a time when, like, you know, you're going to listen to the woman, right? Right. So the husband, he tells the doctor that his wife would suffer epileptic seizures and that she would come out of it and have no knowledge of it. So huh. that's why Bessie doesn't remember. He's like, Bessie, you don't remember when you have ep- you epileptic you just... seizures. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. And the doctor's like, well, that sounds a man, right. So that sounds right to me. That sounds, that's good enough. And prescribed Bessie with some seizure medication. Oof. Two years into the marriage, which is practically a lifetime for George, we have to be yeah. honest. Yeah. That's, wow, committed. Um, French received a call from George saying that his wife had suffered a seizure in the bathtub and drowned. When he came to examine the body, he found her head underwater in the small tub with her feet sticking straight up. Finding no evidence of a violent struggle, he ruled the death an accidental drowning due to epilepsy and George received the full 2,500 pound inheritance per Bessie's will that she had made a, a mere five days before her death. Interesting. Like, Interesting. So I think he stayed with her for two years, probably because she was hesitant yeah. to right. like change her will. Of course. So as soon as she changed it, he was like, we're in like Flynn. Yeah. Let's go. Countdown's on. Mm-hmm. Following this was his marriage and subsequent murder of Alice Smith. So at the beginning, Alice yeah. Smith was the one who was staying in the boarding house. Mm-hmm. So that was after Bessie. Though there was only a year between the marriages and deaths of Alice and Margaret, who are at the beginning of the story, George still managed to squeeze in another marriage between them. <laughs> um, he married another woman named Alice. So he had back-to-back Alice's. Um, I guess keeping the name straight there. Right. Yeah. Her name was Alice Reed, and he named her under the alias Charles Oliver James. So in total, Smith entered into seven bigamous marriages between Jeez. 1908 and 1914. And wow. in most of these cases, he, busy. he's yeah. busy. That is that Capricorn organization. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. Spreadsheets. Spreadsheets. Yeah. Keeping that shit straight. Okay. <laughs> His books were probably pristine. Yeah. In most cases, he stole... And disposed of his wife's possessions before he disappeared. Okay. Sure. (laughs) Upon discovering his multiple aliases and marriages, George Joseph Smith was charged with bigamy and the murders of Alice and Margaret. And upon learning that Bessie had also been married to George and died similarly, the home office pathologist... Bernard Spilsbury, I think he's actually a sir. I'm doing him a disservice. Oh. I think he was knighted. But Bernard Spilsbury was tasked with exhuming all three bodies to determine whether they drowned and if this was the case, whether they were drowned by force. I also love the idea of like an old timey pathologist. Like yeah. pathology seems like such Spilsbury. a modern, you know, Spilsbury. 
Trying to determine how exactly the women died proved to be challenging. There like, were that's a show I would watch. Yes. Old timey pathologists. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Me too. How they? Although, okay, we'll not get like there. not like documentary style, but like a, a t- Ooh, like a show, right? like a show, show, like, like you know, like they solve crims. Yes, hmm. I love that. All right. Did you ever watch The Alienist? No, but I know. What you're I talking. tried I to watch it because I, I liked the book a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris, that Caleb Carr or whatever. Yeah. I, I just couldn't, couldn't get into the show. Mm, same for Chris. Exactly. I the didn't book, read the book, the book, but I liked the show, so maybe that's what it is. Like, I didn't right. go. I didn't have expectations. There you go. So trying to determine exactly how the women died proved to be challenging. There were very few marks on any of the bodies, and it was determined that each died quickly, almost as if by stroke or something similar. So it happened mm. so fast that they were like, how? And there, there wasn't really anything that, that would point to a struggle. Like there wasn't mm. water everywhere. You know, their, their bodies weren't all bruised up. So mm. they're like, how? Um, they considered that the women were poisoned, but they quickly ruled that out. Mm. The tubs in question were each five feet or less in length, and all of the women were taller than that. Bessie, for instance, was 5'7". So she was a tall woman. Initially, he thought that she would have had to have her head pushed underwater, but if that were the case, there would have almost certainly have been signs of a struggle, which there wasn't. When he looked at how Bessie was found with her head underwater and her legs sticking straight up, he theorized that perhaps George had approached his wife in the tub, took her by surprise, her. grabbing her ankles and dragged her under suddenly. The sudden flood of water into her nose and throat might have caused shock and sudden loss of consciousness. Oh, yes. So that Jesus, would have explained. Yeah, that there was there weren't very many injuries on the body because yeah. yeah. it would have happened so quickly. Oh, could God. also explain why he was looking for a certain size a tub. Yeah, had to mm-hmm. examine the tub. Yeah. yeah. To test this theory, this oh is my God, oh I don't fucking no. wild. No. This is wild. Okay. So to test this theory, D.I. Neal hired several experienced female divers of the same size and build as the victims. I don't like this. He tried to, just thinking about this detective being like, well, Let's he tried it out. to push them underwater by force, but there would be inevitable signs of struggle. Neal then, this is so fucked Without up. Without telling him, probably. Unexpectedly pulled the feet of one of the divers and her head glided underwater before she knew what happened. Suddenly Neil saw that the woman was no longer moving. (gasps) He quickly pulled her out of the tub and it took him and a doctor over half an hour to revive her. Oh my God. I don't know. Let's just try it. (laughs) It looks like it works. I mean, True. They Scientific it method. Science. That's science, bitch. That's how it works. Oof. I feel. I feel like you I shouldn't be allowed to do that. Nope. <laughs> feels aggressive. No. It, it's yes. Feels like somebody should have been sued. There should yeah. be some kind of safeties in you know safety measures happening here. HR OSHA would not stand for would that. Not kind allow of thing. it. No. 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 Paperwork no. would need to be signed before we yeah. go into Workers this agreement comp. with the yep. cops. Yep. When she came to, she related that the only thing she remembered was the rush of water before she lost consciousness. So Spilberry's theory was correct that like if you do it quickly enough, just you can lose consciousness and then you just, yeah, you shouldn't have to be unconscious for 30 minutes. Um, but yeah, I mean, they lose consciousness and then if you just leave them under the water, they will drown. Yikes. So... George Joseph Smith was arrested on February 15th, 1915 and formally charged on March 23rd, 1915 with the murders of Bessie Williams, Alice Smith and Margaret Lloyd. George's trial began on June 22nd 
Per English law at the time, he could only be tried for one murder, and thus he was tried for the first one, that of Bessie Mundy. Because of this, the prosecution insisted that the evidence collected from the murders of Alice Burnham, Alice Smith, nay Burnham, and Margaret Lofty was allowed to be used to establish a pattern of criminal behavior, thus setting a precedent in criminal law, despite the protestations of Smith's defense attorneys. Hmm. So this was the first time that they were like, look, if you won't let us try him for all three, then you have to let us enter yeah. into evidence that like he did. He did this shit. Yeah. He did this shit again. Right. <laughs> look at how do many it. times he's doing yeah, this shit. This, yeah. No. Not an accident. Three, like, three pattern, wives. Pattern of behavior here. Three wives yeah. in a bathtub. I don't yeah. think so. It took the jury about 20 minutes yeah. on July 1st to find him guilty. He was then sentenced to death and he was hanged on August 13th, 1915. He denied his crimes right until the end. What a fucking well, dumb dumb. What yeah. an asshole. Yeah. Wow. I hate him. Yeah. Hate him. He is a real piece of shit. Yeah. Garbage. Ugh. Seven marriages Jesus. in like six years. That sounds. Aren't you exhausted? Exhausting. I, I'm tired. Aren't you tired? Ty Ty. Yeah. I can't do I it. I had a busy day at work today and I can't. Like, I don't I think just... I've met seven new people in six years. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Well, we, we had two years that didn't count. <laughs> yeah, so. exactly. Yeah, those don't count. But I'm like, even meeting a yeah. person. I mean, also, listen, I don't think I'm a charmless person, but I don't think I could convince that many men to marry I, me that quickly i think if you did turn the charm on if i tried but, hard enough if you tried hard enough I, all right i feel like you're just uh you know am i selling myself short here i just feel like you're not you know with that kind of attitude you're, you're trying, never yeah. you're never gonna have seven husbands you're right and, i'm sorry uh, i should you know put some effort that into is the it. goal <laughs> <laughs> get some effort into it all right like i'm really the lackluster sorry. energy i want I'm working on the it. feather boa robe <laughs> I want a cigarette holder. Yes. I want, I want the shoes that match with like those. Yes. Yeah. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I, I just, I, the I'm last just a little thing lady. That is so I'm just awesome. A helpless little lady. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm getting the, I'm getting the vapors. vapors. Yeah. Oh, get I'm my gonna, salts. <laughs> I'm going to pass out. <laughs> exactly. And you fluff it out to yeah. make sure the train. Yeah. Well, what are you guys watching this week? Uh, hmm. the new season of Sister Wives. Oh, wow. Sister Wives is back. And man, what's, wow, what what's a time. The tea. The tension in the Brown family. Things <laughs> are going off. Christine has left. Janelle is on the verge of leaving. Robin won't stop crying. All of Cody's kids hate him. It is <laughs> insane over here. Wow. Okay. Wow. And I am now on Sister Wives TikTok. Oh, yeah. my oh, God. It is a wild time. <laughs> oh it is a God. wild time. One of Cody's kids has a YouTube channel where she, like, <laughs> watches old episodes and spills all the tea. It is amazing. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. For that, that show has been on for, like, 20 years. This is incredible. Yeah. <laughs> incredible yeah. development. I love that for these ladies. They Listen, are getting out. <laughs> I did see um, a TikTok about somebody saying, like, um, that they were disappointed in the series The Ultimatum. And for Netflix to bring it back, she was like, what you oh. need to do is get these like 40 year old women who've uh -huh. been dating yes. this motherfucking guy that won't get like, we don't mm. want an ultimatum between 20, 40 year olds. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you're, like no. I don't care about you. You're no, you've got to get that 40 year old who's like, who we've been dating up. for 15 years, Mark. Fed <laughs> up. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly Seriously. right. That's I exactly would watch that. that. You know how fucking brutal yeah. that shit would Dude, be. The way. Is, 
I want I listen I would watch the shit out of that even if you are not a fan of sister wives I just you need to watch some quick recaps and then just watch like last season and this season because this like the the episodes aren't even amazing but just like watching Christine like laughing like Cody is losing his fucking mind because he's Mm -hmm. like lost control of the family and Christine is sitting across from him at lunch like basically laughing in his face it is it not quite but she's like are you still angry really why like it's so like (laughs) (laughs) very baity Uh oh you really need to come to a better place that's so nice (laughs) (laughs) and then she like smash cut to her interview and she's like i'm so happy to be out of that marriage yes (laughs) yes oh i I'm almost done with season three of Fargo. This one's the Ewan McGregor um, season. He plays drama. He plays twins. Oh, and the bad guy is one of the most terrifying, disgusting villains (gasps) I've ever seen. Like I thought Billy Bob Thornton was the scariest. I'm about to watch the show. I gotta dude the acting in it and the cast. I was like, oh, that's that person. Oh, that's that person. So this season also has Carrie Coon in it. Oh, who's in incredible Incredible. yeah and everything so good yeah so yeah i'm i'm enjoying it so far season three i'm still in it still giving it a high thumbs up awesome just started watching ray donovan oh okay so we uh we finished season one i like it it's um it's just exactly right we have oh my god i fucking love yeah Mm -hmm. he's i have the biggest crush on leah yeah Yeah. truly there we go we'll have to do like anti-heroes again Ooh. or something like that yeah. so we can put him on the list he is definitely an anti-hero yeah. really i don't know I anything love, about ray donovan so like he's a fixer like oh. but like criminal fixer well, like, we could do fixers in hollywood do, do him and do um carrie washington and scandal oh, oh yeah. yeah yeah i didn't watch scandal but i mm. get the cl- i get the picture mm-hmm. you know mm. Well, hey, if you guys have something we should watch, if you have a terrible date story, if you just want to reach out and say hello or want to join our Patreon for great bonus content, go to our one-stop shop of a website. It's MyWorstDatePodcast.com. And we love you so much. Cheers. This is a Glass Box Media Podcast.